This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not reflect those of other podcasts or affiliates of this show or Gunna Geek. Check out other geeky podcasts at GunnaGeek.com. Get ready because geekiness commences in three, two, one. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahai. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erection. <laughs> Yeah, MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm, I'm happy. We can begin stories. Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. It was like three and a half inches, four inches of snow that we got yesterday, and it was my last day at the comic book shop, and this guy comes running in. He's like, I came here for you! He high-fived me, and he left, and I looked at my boss, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that was. True story. That That's what happened yesterday. You pressed go while I was talking, didn't you? I pressed go a long time ago, Naki. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, shit. <laughs> well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 94 of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live on Sunday. This is February 9th, 2014. In, tri- in typical fashion, Naki has yet again overrun my intro, but I kind of flipped on her by not telling her when I pushed start exactly. So, God knows how much story you guys got to hear also. Yay! <laughs> I have to I'm find... sure that they all love my stories, too. I have to find a way to get even with the intro overrunning, find some way to get my own dig in, and that's all I got right now, because I'm not very creative. Well, it's it's mean, because we don't get any notice when you go live, it just, all of a sudden, it'll say in the corner, live, in yellow letters. Well, I, half the time, I'm not looking at the screen, I'm just kind of, I'm in my own little world. Well, to, to paraphrase from other things, that sounds like a personal problem to me. I like my personal problems, they're fun. <laughs> Show name. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And this is when I'm done. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Anthony in the chat room said, nice, Naki got fans. I do, but it's weird. Like, Why don't you make your fans watch our show? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um... It's really weird how I have fans because they, they know me from things like doing stand-up comedy in the area or things like that, but I'll tell them I do a podcast and they're like, oh. They don't dig the podcast. I guess like podcasting is like, they're all like, oh, that's nice. Sad face. <laughs> we did celebrate... Uh, uh, Anthony in the chat room has asked if we celebrate a Green Lantern Day, and we kind of did at, at the comic book shop, and by kind of, I mean I just ran around with the Green Lantern lantern, because I really, they didn't expect me to come in yesterday, so I didn't have anything to do, so I just walked around with the Green Lantern lantern all day. <laughs> I celebrated by shoving people in refrigerators. That is the best way! <laughs> For those that don't get it, that's a reference to the Green Lantern story when Kyle Rayner was Green Lantern and what was the villain's name? Maximum Force or some garbage like that. Yeah, Killed his girlfriend and shoved story. her in the refrigerator. It was a really horrible storyline. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of uh, funny memes about Green Lantern and refrigerator. I like... Personally, I'm, I kind of miss the days where Green Lantern um, couldn't... He, he could be defeated by a pencil. It was or like the wood pages. and yellow. Yeah. Oh man, in All Star Batman and Robin, they did. They uh, there was a whole scene where Batman and Robin painted everything yellow, including themselves, and served lemonade so that uh, Hal Jordan couldn't like do anything. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. It was pretty amusing. 
There we go. If my screen share works, I will share the greatest refrigerator scene in all of comic history. Surprise for you in the fridge. And there's the dead body. Hooray! See, I thought you were going to go with the Indiana Jones. What, nuke the fridge? Yeah. Nah. I try not to remember that that movie existed. There's Come a whole on. There's a whole internet trope, I guess. The, the me- not even meme necessarily, but I go to Wikipedia and there's an article called Women in Refrigerators. <laughs> Why? The term women in refrigerators was coined by Gail Simone as a name for the website in the early 1999 during online discussions about comic books with friends. It refers to Instant Green Lantern 54 written by Ron Mars in which Kyle Rayner, the title hero, comes home to his apartment to find his girlfriend has been killed by the villain Major Force and stuffed in a refrigerator. <laughs> Simone and her friends then developed a list of fictional characters who had been killed, maimed, or depowered. The list was then circulated via the internet over Usenet, bulletin board system, email, and electronic mailing lists. This list is considered infamous in certain comic book fan circles. Oh, the women in refrigerators. One day I will wind up in there, I'm sure. Women in refrigerators syndrome was coined in various forms via online discussion in articles. Ooh. Women Anthony's in refri- throwing... Oh, I'm sorry. Anthony's throwing five, uh, throwing uh, throwing some bombs in the in the chat room. He says yellow is the weak yellow weakness is a reason Kyle is better than Hal. Well, he didn't have the yellow weakness. I, I know that's what he's saying. Yeah, that, that's why Kyle is better than Hal. Uh, uh, okay, and then that poses the discussion on who is the best Green Lantern of the Ryan of the humans. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I will punch you through the screen. Naki, why don't you turn your camera a little bit so we can see your Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern poster. There you, there you go. There he is. Oh, maybe. There we go. Yeah, so there I rest he is my case. in all of his glory because it covers my mirror. <laughs> my mirrored wall from my disco bedroom that used to be a closet. <laughs> disco. Um... But no, I mean, I'm I'm serious. Like we have we have Hal Jordan, we have Kyle Rayner, we have John Stewart, we have Guy Gardner, we have Simon ba- Bays, Bays, Biz, Biz. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. I don't read the book right now. Yeah, I I I stopped reading Green Lantern a while ago, but I don't know. Like I was always partial to Hal Jordan because I read the Hal Jordan comics before I read anything else. But. That's why a lot of people prefer, like, um, oh, brain fart, Barry Allen or Wally West and things like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, but I thought that they did a good job bringing Hal back, whereas I thought the whole Flash rebirth was not as well played off. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Well, that, that knew, you lost me. your Wally West. They're bringing Wally back in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but now Dick Grayson dies because Wally West is coming back. Is that is that really is that really worth the sacrifice? Now I'm all sad inside. It's your fault. <laughs> you only get one, Chris. One. I quit. I'm tired now. Aww. But if I do the no, god damn it! I can't do the show by myself. Um. So how about that local sports team, guys? Yeah? Oh, wait. None of you are from around here. I'm by myself in Chicago. I like sports ball. Oh, look. Chris came back. Good. <laughs> that was just to chime that in. I'm done now. Aww. Naki's in charge. Oh, and By Naki's in charge, I mean, let's just let Naki have her news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Uh, Anthony says in the chat room, Kyle Rayner is the best Green Lantern. He is the torchbearer. Kyle wins because Mars and Banks made Green Lantern with imagination. Kyle's constructs are the coolest thing to ever happen to the Green Lantern character. I'll give him that. I really liked Kyle's constructs. Um, Hal made some interesting ones after Rebirth. His beginning constructs, well, you know, he was the beginning Green Lantern, so it makes it a little difficult. Um, I'm not a huge Green Lantern fan, so... I know, it's okay. It's okay. You're forgiven this time, maybe. 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 Oh. Only maybe, baby. Um, so should I do my news of the week? Is that what we were saying? That, that's I mean, technically, I we, we could tie it together because it's DC news. Yeah, I just changed mine to be DC news also. So we'll make it a DC-centric news of the week. Yeah, DC st- show. DC show. Um, even though I'm boycotting DC, but whatever. Um, so 
uh, in the news this week, they uh, have been talking about the show Gotham, which uh, we haven't actually heard much about as of recently, other than, you know, it's going to be Commissioner Gordon. Well, they cast Commissioner Gordon this week as um, Ben McKenzie. You may know him from shows such as Southland or The O.C., which I know The O.C., a lot of people hate on, but I actually kind of liked the show. Interesting thing is he was the voice of Batman in Batman Year One when they put that Blu-ray out, I believe. Yes. He is, he is the. It's it is not his first four way four a four a. It is not his first dance. Let's go with that. Yeah, four a is the right word because if you're saying four way, I was like, wait, what? Yes, four way with the Batman. That's impressive. <laughs> um, the, wait, if he's doing four way with Batman, that would be Commissioner Gordon, Batman, which Robin? Well, I'm gonna go with Dick Grayson because he's of age, and. Catwoman, we'll throw a woman in there for him. How's that? That works. I'll allow it. Um, the the other rumor that goes with uh, the this news of the week is that Sons of Anarchy's uh, Donald Logue, um, who I can't think of his who he plays. Oh, I remember whose name you're talking about. I remember uh, who he is. I just can't remember the actor, the character's name in Sons of Anarchy. He's the guy that has the Joker smile cut into his face, basically, right? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um. He's going. He was offered the role of Harvey Bullock, but it hasn't been. He hasn't made a an off a, like a complete notion yet if he's going to be doing it. Well, they've still um, got one season left of SOA to do, so it depends on how they line up. Yes, that is also true. So, um, I think it'd be interesting to bring him on as Bullock, but we'll see. You know. I'm intrigued. I mean, this show sounds more and more interesting the more they talk about it because it's it's Batman. Let's be honest. You know, I mean, the things that I worry about is number one, it's going to be on Fox. Yes. So you got that going. I mean, they brought back the following for season two, which I was super excited about, but now I'm scared they're going to kill the following by putting it on too many seasons. You know. I haven't seen it, so I don't. I can't really speak to. Okay. How good well, it might be. It's it's fantastic, but the problem is is that it's only chasing one character, and how many times can you kill that one character and bring him back to life? Mm, fair enough. So, I mean, it's it's one of those situations. Um, and I think, were, were they saying um, Fringe? Fringe was on too long? I don't know. I didn't watch anything but the first, like, four episodes of Fringe. I was told it got better. Um, I don't know. I haven't actually watched it. I have issues watching J.J. Abrams' TV shows, so I try not to watch them. I have issues with J.J. Abrams in general. Well, yes, that's that's a fair <laughs> statement. <laughs> so what's your news of the week, Mr. DC Boy? My news of the week, which is exciting to me, is that uh, we talked about it a while back that John Romita Jr.'s contract was up with Marvel and he might be doing some other stuff. Well, DC announced that he is going to be doing a Superman book with Jeff Johns. Yes, I did so, hear that. I'm intrigued with the fact it's John Romita Jr., who is one of the most Marvel names you would ever think of, going to go draw one of DC's most iconic characters. And teaming him with Jeff Johns has me intrigued. And I normally don't care for Superman books, but this one has me hooked enough that I'm going to try it out. They released the first piece of artwork for uh, John Romita Jr.'s Superman, and I'm kind of digging it. It looks pretty cool. It's, it's typical Romita style, but I'll, I'll be checking it out. There's also another shot he's done. I don't know. I'm I'm stoked. I like John uh, Romita Jr. I am the first to say I give zero fucks about Superman. Um, I really like Jeff John's writing, though, like most people do. Um, so I'll be intrigued by it. Um, someone else be... who's been drawing for Superman recently is Gabriel Rodriguez, who did Lock and Key. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he's doing Adventures of Superman. I don't think he's on like a Superman book. Uh, they haven't said what book they're going to be doing. These guys have just been called Superman, a new run on Superman. So it might just be called Superman, but it's Jeff John's first uh, run with the character since 2000 when he last wrote Superman. Damn. And the fact that they're pairing him with John Romita Jr., I know I keep harping on it. It's just really incredible to me because he's been synonymous with Marvel for so long. It's really cool to see him get to draw some DC characters now. Uh, my coworker and I were actually talking about it last night, and it, it must be one of those situations where you've drawn every character in one universe so many times that you're just like, can can I draw something else, please? Please. 
just anything other than Wolverine. I would really yes. enjoy that, please. <laughs> anything. It's, um, it's intriguing to me because Jeff Johns did an interview and he goes, for me, as far as the story goes, my tagline for the story is putting the man of tomorrow back in the man of tomorrow. It's really looking at Superman and getting back to the core values and attributes and strengths of Superman. Really, the man of tomorrow the- is the theme for me that we're going to tackle in this first storyline. So it almost makes it sound like a little bit of a pre-New 52 Superman feel he's trying to go for. So he's not going to be a dickhead frat boy anymore? Because that's, that's kind of the feeling that I've been getting with Superman. <laughs> I think they're going to have to try and find the happy medium between what Superman used to be and what they've turned him into now. Um, in the chat room, Anthony has said, I just read the first year of, of New 52 action comics and Justice League. The new Supes character makes me not give one little shit. But I'll check out Junior Junior. Jerron Ramita Junior. Okay. I'm like, Junior, Junior, what? Uh, <laughs> just to look at it, won't even care if the storyline sucks. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I love John Romita Jr., so... Yeah, it's Jeff Johns, so it's it should be interesting. Um, what is... Uh, the thing is, is, I'm... And we've all heard me hate on this before, is I hate the Superman-Wonder Woman thing. I want that to go away. So if that makes Superman Wonder Woman go away, I will be so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I don't care that they're a couple. That's fine. Um, I I read the the latest, and they've turned Wonder Woman into a naggy bitch. (laughs) I'm just like, why? Not only is she being saved by Superman, she's now naggy and a bitch. (laughs) I hate this book. Tell us how you really feel, Naki. I hate this book so much. Like and like lately I've had a really hard time with DC because they're just so they're not diverse. They're so freaking conservative. They're just it's really hard for me to to root for DC. And that just like puts the icing on the cake. I'm just like I really want to read a storyline that I like. Batman Zero Year fucking sucks. I'm sorry, I've now read every issue of it, and I didn't want to, but I had to because I was leaving the comic book shop and I didn't want to pay for it. So, (laughs) (laughs) that, that, Zero Year fucking sucks, and then they're killing off Nightwing, who is the only character in 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 the universe that I was slightly, slightly more concerned about. Um, Batwoman is awful now that the original team is gone. Um, Batgirl is still okay, I guess. But they're doing this, uh, they're tying it into Zero Year, and I don't fucking care. Zero Year sucks. (laughs) It's so boring. It's another goddamn origin story. I'm sorry, I know Batman's origin from, like, when I was two. And I didn't even live in this country then. I lived in Indonesia. (laughs) <laughs> to paraphrase his origin, how did Beef and Op put on Legend Stream? My parents are dead! That's his and origin. I'm sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> I lived in Indonesia, and I knew what Batman's origin story was. I knew what Spider-Man's origin story was. I lived in the goddamn jungle, and I knew their storylines. Why the fuck are we still writing their origin stories? <laughs> I have no idea. You're grumping. Alright, I'm done. So I'm in the chat room while we're talking about this. Uh, Anthony was pointing out to you that John Romita Jr. signs his work J.R.J.R. And I told yeah. Anthony I know because his Spidey is badass and he has agreed with me. His Spidey is one of the best ever. Completely agree. Uh, let's see. And Anthony continuing on this trend with New 52 we've been talking about. He goes, having just read the one year of New 52, I have to say it came off like a poorly done Ultimate DC. Pretty much. Um, I actually have it. Fun fact, I have a John Romita Jr. Um, poster right there that he did of Spider-Man. Nice. Um, it is. I don't know if you can see it. Nope. 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 It's just coming off as a shadow. But, yeah, it's a Spider-Man poster that John Romita Jr. did for New York Comic Con. Yeah, his, his Spider-Man is one of my favorite depictions of Spider-Man ever. <laughs> Anthony continuing on his New 52 uh, uh, adventure has said, so glad I got this bundle of comics on a sale from a friend. If I'd paid cover prices for these when they came out, I would be mad. Mad yeah. is in all caps. Um, that is that is basically what I've heard from everybody is that they they they're just they I don't know anybody who's picking up action anymore. Action Batman, those two have had the, like the greatest drops because people are just like fuck this, like these are not my superheroes. 
Yeah, they went from doing cool stuff like Court of Owls and Night of Owls to like a year-long story, and that's a hard sell because it's not like you can just jump on in the middle of the stream on that one, whereas even when you're doing like a six-month-long story, you've at least got a natural break-in point for people, and it's not and it, ridiculously expensive to go back and buy back issues if you want. Well, I think it was both Detective Comics and uh, Batman had at least two seven ninety nine issues in there as well. Wouldn't surprise and like, me. And it's like, people don't want to fucking pay for that. They don't. Like, it's a hard enough sell for us to get them to buy the four ninety nine comics. Make them pay seven ninety nine. They're like, no, 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 not going to. And I can't blame them because it's not a full story. Like, I have a hard time buying comics because I want a full fucking story. You know, one that with the beginning, a middle, and an end. Yep. <laughs> comics are not known for ending, so. <laughs> well, they do when they kill your favorite character. DC. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, DC is not the only one that does that. Marvel does it, too. I know, but the, finally they're resurrecting my favorite character. Which is? <laughs> Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Fuck you. Not right <laughs> now, thank you. Ha ha ha, bad joke. Uh -huh. Anthony uh -huh. has said he's still digging Batman in the chat room, and to be honest, I've read nothing of Zero Year at this point. I have them all up to this point, I just haven't read them yet. I'm so far behind on comics. I've been sort of caught up on Walking Dead, but that's about it. Yeah, I just I bet Walking Dead. We all know how I feel about that, but I, it's just it's. Speaking I of which, a friendly reminder for our listeners and viewers is the Walking Dead returns tonight, and since the Olympics is on, there's really nothing else to watch. So watch the Walking Dead. Well, we already got all of our. You know, if you need, if you want to watch the Olympics, you know, everything's already that they're airing now is already done. So you can watch it online right now, and then you can still watch. I'm not watching the Olympics, but I am watching Twitter for like all the Sochi fail hashtags and Sochi problems where people are showing pictures of the of the bathrooms and things like that that are all broken. It's hilarious. I, I honestly have to think like, what did people expect? It's Russia. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you did you really expect it to be? My favorite was when they accidentally put out there that there's cameras in the bathrooms. Um, what about the chairs that are in the bathroom to watch you pee? Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's yeah. that's lovely. It's Spectator awesome. sports. Uh, continuing, Anthony said uh, on Batman books, he goes, Capullo's art is amazing month to month, and in comparison to the other books I just read, Snyder is the only one that's presented a constant character that doesn't seem to change to month or book from month to month or book to book. He goes, Snyder's Batman is at least consistent, so is Higgins' Nightwing, but we know that doesn't matter to that bastard Didio. Well, <laughs> it, it should tell you something about the Nightwing book when Kyle Higgins is taken off right before the last issue. I imagine he didn't want to be the one to kill Nightwing because he's a big fan. Right. I, I agree with, with Anthony. Anthony. Capullo's art is amazing. and Oh, it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. It, it's absolutely wonderful. And um, Scott Snyder is very consistent with it, with his Batman. The problem is is that it's another goddamn origin story. <laughs> I just I, I don't care. I think they're just doing it for too long based off of the complaints I've been hearing people. I can't make any complaints because I haven't read it at this point. I'm saving well, it until it's all mostly done before I read it. It's a 13 issue, but they've had two breaks already because they've had to break in for, you know, the big, for the Forever Evil, and they're going to have another one, and it's just like, I don't fucking care that much. Like, if you're going to have storylines that is, it's going to go on for like a year and a half because of all the breaks, like, at least give it some oomph. <laughs> some oomph? Something, something with pizzazz or spice or something that makes it different from every other storyline. That makes me. That gives me an intrigue to read it because I just don't have any. I don't know. So, I'm probably not the right one to talk because I'm having a hard time getting me into comics at the moment, other than just a few I read online. I have. Well, I mean, I have my monthlies that I'm still picking up. I have Saga, Teenage Ninja Turtles, and I uh, Rat Queens, and then Sons of Anarchy. The final uh, issue comes out next week, so I'm getting that. Ooh. Um. So yes, you can get all six issues of the miniseries. I don't know where it takes place, because um, I haven't actually watched the series, but I bought them for my sister. And then, um, what else am I getting? Star Wars stuff for a boyfriend, because I don't know that much about the extended universe, so I don't know why any of this stuff is taking place, but he's a nerd. Um, <laughs> and then... Like there was, I like mini series because it's all it's beginning, a middle, and an end. It's done. Yeah. And I actually get an ending 
That's that why you need six. to be reading the Firefly book because it's a six issue miniseries. Oh yeah, and I have that one too. Did you read it yet? Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to check because we didn't get to talk about it much last week because I was the only one that I read it. So. Yeah. No. I I get my I get my books on Saturday nights, so <laughs> I don't always have the time to read it before the show. But yes, I did get to read it. And That's I really one I just it. bought digitally because I was like, I have to read this now. I can't wait. Um. I thought it was an ongoing because they they're done with the mini series. I thought it was a six issue that. mini. I'm pretty positive this this is an ongoing because it's going to be like what they're calling season two. No, or I'm not sure. Be considered season two. I don't. Um, know. But it's. Um, Anthony says in the chat rooms, I can see where people are having trouble with the length, and that it's just not as hard hitting as Night of Owls. But I am enjoying it. And that's good. I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I I'm sad to see how many people are dropping Batman, because I do enjoy Batman. Well, they'll come back though once they'll come back once it's done. Yeah. But that's the thing is that you've got a year and a half. Well, it's like two thirds of the way, three quarters of the way done by now. Mm, is it? I don't think so. I think yeah. there's only been six years out. It's more than that, I think. I don't, I don't think know. so. Because they've had that break where they had to do Forever Evil, we have which a, had nothing to do with Zero Year. A comment in the uh, Google Hangouts Q&A from Will saying, you guys should watch Arrow. I do, actually. I'm trying to get Naki to watch it. In fact, I host another podcast all about Arrow called the Starling Tribune, where we break down each week's episodes. I'm a huge, huge fan of Arrow. I think it's become one of the best superhero shows. It's probably the best superhero show on TV right now. I like it more than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bold claim. Nah, not really. Not uh, really. They're not. They're not the. <laughs> they're not the same kind of show. I just for me, Arrow has become almost must see TV. Like I'll watch it like that same night or the very next day when I get home. Whereas Agents of Shield, I'll put off for a week or so. I was told that this week's Agents of Shield was was far better than everything else that they put out. It was, but then here's the problem: they came back for one week after a four week break. Now they're on break for another three weeks because the Olympics. So it's uh, really kind of rough. And they left you on an obvious cliffhanger because they knew that was going to happen. That sucks. Um, I I will eventually get to watching Arrow. I'm finishing Attack on Titan right now, okay. and then maybe I'll watch Arrow. <laughs> it, it, well, first season is on Netflix now, so it makes it really easy yeah. to watch. The second season, I think you can watch a lot of it on the CW app or on their website. I don't know how much of it's still on there, though. I know that they have it on demand, too, on, on uh, Comcast. Hell, it set up The Flash this season. That was badass. That's pretty much why I want to watch it, but I have a completionist syndrome, and I have to watch the whole thing. So. Grant Gustin's Flash is going to be really cool. Now, is Flash Flash is not going to be a movie. Flash is going to be a series. Flash right? is it has not been confirmed to be a series. They have ordered a pilot now. Originally, the okay. plan had been they were going to introduce Barry Allen in the first half of the season in Arrow, and then like the second or third to the last episode of this season, they were going to bring him back as the Flash. But his unveil went so well in um in the beginning part of the season that they just ordered a pilot right off the bat and said, "Let's just do a first pilot episode, then we'll see where we go from there." Um. Anthony says in the chat room, um, uh, I fell behind. I have four episodes of Arrow to watch today. I'm halfway through Blast Radius. Amazing show. They keep bringing in, this isn't a spoiler because it's been announced, they keep bringing in the Al Ghul family. So you get one of the Al Ghouls in the last episode. Nice. Yes. Uh, he, also said, he also said Serenity Leaves on the Wind is marked as a miniseries. Aw. I, I was hoping was. that they I were going sure. to... I hope, was hoping it was an ongoing. Ah, that doesn't make me feel so bad about adding it to my monthlies. Um, oh, and I have, I have Ms. Marvel on my monthlies. I heard yeah, the I new Ms. Marvel's really good. You just gave me an awesome launching point in my next news item. Hooray! Go for it! The Latino Review is now reporting that Ms. Marvel will be in Avengers Age of Ultron. According to their article, they say Ms. Marvel is the last piece of major casting left in the movie. Yeah, Ms. Marvel. Now, I'm not going to spoil how she's in it, but she's in there, kids. Which Miss Marvel? Uh, Carol Danvers. Okay. This was before she becomes Captain Marvel. So it's, uh... Now, this has me... I have my fantasy casting for who I'd want as Miss Marvel, but I'll let you have your I, first cut at it. For I, who you I think we have the same one, maybe. Okay. Um, mine is Katie Sackhoff. That's exactly who mine is. Katie Sackhoff <laughs> would be perfect as Miss Marvel. She really would. And um, 
if I mean I I'm all you know me I'm all for casting people who others don't know but honestly she's just she just looks like she was you know it looks like Carol Danvers was drawn as Katie Sackhoff so yes and and in fact a few months ago she had revealed she'd been talking to Marvel about a film project a lot of people theorized Ms Marvel and then it just kind of dropped off everyone's radars so Maybe she's coming in there. Now, not necessarily. She might only be in there as Carol Danvers to set up a Ms. Marvel thing later. But still, that would be still, badass. It would be awesome. Um, I think Ms. Marvel would be a great, great person to bring on to the Avengers. I love, I love Ms. Marvel. I love Captain Marvel. So yeah. I'm a big fan of the Carol Danvers character. I have been since her, since she was part of the Iron Man books in the early 2000s, when she became an alcoholic and Tony helped her through it. It's a really good story arc. Yeah, that was a, what was that named? Um, it went, it crossed over multiple. It was like right when they restarted the series with Heroes Reborn in like 99 and 2000. Right, right. Heroes Reborn was kind of... Yeah, was, but it, it gave us yeah. one of the best Iron Man runs ever with Kurt Busiek and Sean Chen doing the artwork. It was fantastic. That's what That's got me true. hooked on the character. Uh, speaking of Iron Man, are you reading current Iron Man, and what do you think? I am so far behind on current Iron Man that I think the last issue I read was like right before he came back from space. So I know he's built a city with his fake brother or his real brother, who I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I can't... I I dropped Iron Man. I was done. Because I just I my problem is with comic books is that you have to hold my interest. I wasn't holding my interest. Now Guardians of the Galaxy is holding my interest. I'm really really yeah. digging Guardians. Iron Man's been really hit or miss for me since I took Matt Fraction off of it because he and Salaroka had such a long run on there that it was just almost always compelling to me. And sometimes Kieran Gillen's stuff is really compelling on Iron Man. Other times I'm just like I don't care. And I don't want it to feel like a chore for me to read a book. Speaking of someone getting dropped off a book, Matt Fraction was dropped off of uh, Inhumanity. So I'm wondering if he's going more... Well, he has the two books right now in indies. I'm wondering if he's going more indie so he can get away from the Marvel a little bit. I don't know. Because he's got Sex Criminals and Rocket Girl. Or no, not Rocket Girl. um, Satellite Sam. Hmm. Which, if I could get past the art in Satellite Sam, I'm told the story's pretty good, but that art is awful. <laughs> it's god awful. To, I need to get back into reading stuff again. Um, it's on my I'm, list. I'm taking a break from comics a little bit and doing some novels. I've been doing the Dresden Files, so which also have comic tie-ins, so I can't uh, do So let me go to the next story I had here. We're going to stay on Avengers 2 because I've got like two more stories on it. USA, cool. USA Today has revealed that John, Don Cheadle will reprise his role as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine in Avengers Age of Ultron. I'm fine with that. I like Don Cheadle. Yeah, in an interview, uh, Cheadle simply states that he'll, quote, have a part to film the next Avengers movie, end quote. So that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in there for a long time fighting or anything like that, but it sort of makes sense because with Robert Downey Jr. only doing two more Avengers flicks and then he's probably done with the character, start introducing and making people more comfortable with James Rhodes being in there and Rhodey. I do enjoy Rhodey. I like Don Cheadle. I mean, his show House of Lies, for instance, on Showtime is fantastic. Mostly because he breaks the fourth wall all the time and it's hilarious. I actually have not watched that show. Oh, it's 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 funny. I need I need. I'm my job is to work with kids and we watch a lot of Dora the Explorer and I hate everything. (laughs) Dora the Explorer. So I had one more piece of uh, casting news from Avengers Age of Ultron. It's probably the biggest one so I saved it for last. Is that uh, Paul Bettany has been cast to play the role of the Vision in Avengers Age of Ultron. You might be familiar with him for his role as Jarvis in all the previous films. So here comes the conspiracy theories, is that we're going to be able to assume that Tony Stark probably creates the Vision, and it's probably a body for Jarvis, is my guess at this point. That That's, yeah, sounds about right to me. I mean, I can live uh, with this change in there. I mean, it, it's not accurate to what the comics did, but it it's accurate to the spirit of what the comics did, where Vision and Ultron are rogue creations. Well, not rogue creations, are creations of a, a brainchild in the Marvel U, and one is evil, one is good. Although technically, Vision is Ultron's son, if I remember right. 
Yeah, it's something like that. But I mean, I just I keep the the movie universe separate from the comic universe at this point because it's just it's two very different universes. Truth. I don't know. I'm really excited to see where this happens. There's going to be a lot of moving pieces in this new Avengers though because they're introducing Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Ms. Marvel potentially. Rhodey's going to show up. Ugh, man, there's a lot of stuff going into this. Yeah. Well, they did. They kind of did that with the first Avengers movie. You know. There was a lot of stuff in there, too. We're going to have all those characters plus all these new ones. It's going to be crazy. It's, it's typical Marvel. Yeah, it's Joss Whedon. He, if anyone can handle a multi-character, story-driven plot, he can do it. Also true. Um, Assuming it doesn't flop. I don't think it will, but... I don't think it will. <laughs> I think that they've just they've got a cash cow now. They're not going to flop it. Yeah, I think so, too, but... I don't know, I'm really intrigued by the fact they're bringing the Vision in. I know that upsets a lot of people because they wanted Coulson to be the Vision, which Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had already disproved. I won't spoil it for anyone, but they reveal what happened to Coulson in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was told that was kind of a letdown. It was kind of a letdown, but I think that's only because everyone had built up these ridiculous expectations for it being like, oh, he's going to be an, a robot or an android, or he's going to be the Vision. And it was much simpler than that, but kind of darker than you would expect them to pull off. It was it was creepy. I don't want to spoil it though for people that haven't seen it. Yay, creepy! Because Clark Gregg did some really good acting during that reveal, and ooh, you feel you just emphasize emphasize with the character, and you're like, oh man, that's terrible. I'm wondering. Uh, I know. And what my deal is is that I'm just going to do marathons of shows because it's just easier. <laughs> It is and it isn't at the same time because sometimes it's hard to actually be able to legitimately find those shows if you want to watch them. Also true. But I mean, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on ABC, right? Yes. They put ABC shows up on Netflix. So I know that it'll eventually hit. Well, and Marvel has and I'll a watch deal. It then. Marvel already has a deal with them, so I would assume there's going to be, since they're doing Netflix-exclusive Marvel shows eventually, they'll probably get the Marvel TV show earlier. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll it'll hit Netflix and I'll watch it then. You know, same with season two of Arrow. And I'll just... I'll watch it as it comes. It's basically how I do it. Arrow's so good. Yeah, we'll so finish good. Breaking Bad. Finish Breaking Bad. I'll, I'm on it. I'll get there at some point. I've been able to successfully <laughs> avoid spoilers to this point, so I think I'm okay right now. I'm at the season three Everyone finale. dies! I don't. I know that's not true. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for trying to ruin it for me. Everyone dies. I have only a couple more things left, but they're pretty cool. I talked about a while ago how they did the Back to the Future Legos. They're basically the Lego version of Kickstarter. Well, the newest one to make it through the Quoso program, I think it's called, is Lego Ghostbusters. Yes. Hooray! We are getting Lego Ghostbusters, and it will be fantastic. Now, I can show you what the, the pitch ideas were. This is not what the final set will necessarily look at like, but they look really cool. I'm intrigued, and I want I, them. I, I will I be buying the them. I want the Ectomobile. Ecto-1 looks badass. The Ghostbuster minifigs look badass. So we'll see what they do. I mean, at the top of the screen, they actually rebuilt the entire uh, firehouse. Oh, nice. This. Yeah, so... This is Quoso, so it doesn't mean, or however you say it, I'm probably saying it wrong. This does not necessarily mean it will happen to be this way. They will refactor things a little bit so that it works their way. Let's see. Also, going back into the Google Hangouts Q&A, we got a comment from uh, Will. He says, I love Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Is, does a great job as Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is a real hunk. A lot well, of people seem to say that. that. That's true. That's very true. I've had a crush on him since Chaplin. It's just so freaking adorable. Um, there's a there's a post going around Tumblr where it shows like all the different people who play their characters, um, like Chris Evans the, is is Captain America and Tom Hiddleston is Loki and stuff like that. And they're like, I'm pretty positive Marvel just secretly breeds these people to play <laughs> their characters. <laughs> There was another meme I saw where people were really bummed that uh, with Paul Bettany being announced for Avengers 2, it really means there's no way Loki's going to show up. I really want Loki. I love Loki. 
I'll wait for Although, number three. You'll get Loki. Oh, I know. But of the the pro- uh, speaking of Loki, they this week Marvel released Loki number one as well. Um, I really liked Kid Loki, <laughs> so I was kind of disappointed that they turned Loki in the comics is to Tom Hiddleston Loki, which I, you know in a way it doesn't bother me because I I love Tom Hiddleston and obviously I, I put on my tagline it's his birthday you know happy birthday to him, um, but I was really hoping for a Kid Loki comic. <laughs> uh, going back in the chat room, uh, Mike has said hopefully there's a Lego Slimer with the Ghostbusters Legos. It looked like there was a Slimer in the pictures. And then uh, Anthony said, F that Quoso program. They got way more votes than needed and still put the kibosh on the Winchester action set for Shaun of the Dead. Aww. I would have loved Shaun of the Dead Legos. (laughs) It's Lego, though. They're a little less likely to make a Lego set for Shaun of the Dead, which is what a rated R movie. Yeah. Yeah. Legos are for kids primarily, guys. Sure. Now, us big kids can enjoy them also, but... Like, a little kid's going to want a $200 Lego set. They might. You never know. Hell, I don't okay. know what kids Let, want let's, let's 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 rephrase that. Like, a parent's going to buy a $200 Lego set for a little kid. If, if the parent wants to play with the Legos, too, they probably will. That's true. <laughs> yeah, see? They have, to, they have to build it with the kid, then, and not lose the pieces. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a real good point. All right, so I got one more (laughs) news story, and then I guess we're done for the day. We'll start wrapping things up. And it is on Star Wars 7, the latest actor to reveal they have been in talks with Star Wars Episode 7 movie makers. Do you care to hazard a guess as to who this actor might be? I can give you a hint if you want. Um, Is it Sam Witwer? No. That would be pretty cool. Okay, that was the only one. They've been involved in such, such mega franchises like Harry Potter, Batman... The new Planet of the Apes. Um, shit, what's his name? Do, shit. Do, 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 shit, do, what's his do, name? It's that who? It's that guy I never remember. I always see him in any... In in it's that guy again. <laughs> the, the correct answer, kids, is not that guy. It is, in fact, Gary Oldman, who is revealed... That guy! <laughs> That he has been in talks with, um, or he's talked to the J.J. Abrams and the rest of the Star Wars 7 crew. Uh, according to an interview he did with uh, Sky News, I believe it was, he goes, they've called. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I'm more cynical about it now. I'll believe it when I'm on the plane home. The deal isn't done, but yeah, they've inquired. I mean, Planet of the Apes, Harry Potter, Batman, and Star Wars. Bloody hell. Fifth element. Yeah, but just think of all the franchises he's been in lately. That's incredible. Because Gary Oldman is fucking awesome. Like, seriously, best actor. Love him. I think it would be awesome to get Gary Oldman in there. Um, this as article long as it's about... not Zac Efron. Yeah, no, I agree. But this article also talks about some of the other actors that have been rumored to be in there, one of which is uh, Zac Efron they've supposedly talked to, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> supposedly. Abrams confirmed talking to Breaking Bad's Jesse Plemons, which we talked about last week. And supposedly Hollywood insiders are ch- have a... Tip that Chitwell, Ejiofor, Benedict Cumberpatch, and Simon Pegg have been rumored for roles as well. Now, nothing's confirmed at this point, and we probably won't know anything anytime soon. But come on, guys. Gary Oldman in Star Wars? Yes, please. I'll take it. Speaking, speaking of, uh, of Benedict Cumberpatch and uh, um, Simon Pegg, I finally watched Star Trek Into Darkness. I'm sorry. That movie, that movie was bullshit. I know. <laughs> I've bitched about it ever since I saw it. That movie was bullshit. That is so not Roddenberry Vision. Like that's just that's awful. That was awful. It's like I said when the first reboot came out is there was enough of Roddenberry's vision in there I could live with it, but now it's all just blow up things up and cool little visual effects. And no longer, you know, diversity or anything, just here's some naked chicks and just fuck that movie. That movie was so bad. Sorry. I'm glad you agree with me. Uh, popping into the chat right now, uh, Anthony said Oldman is possibly the best actor of his generation. I, yeah, love I, I would love to see him and Robert Downey Jr. teamed up on screen. My, my problem with Gary Oldman is I never recognize him when I see him, and then I'm like, holy shit, it was Gary Oldman every time. Yeah, every he's got time. one of those faces that you can just put makeup on and he looks completely different. Yeah. And he just every loses time. himself in roles because he can change his voice and his accent like at will, it seems like. 
That's crazy. It's totally I crazy. I, I love Kingman. Star Wars Episode because I just I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, that is all I had for news. Unless Naki has anything else, we'll start wrapping things up. Does that work? I'm good with that. Um, I don't have news. I'm okay. Sh- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mike in the chat room has said Michael Sarah in the new Star Wars, and I hope he's wrong. Dear, dear God, no! That is that is awful. No. That no, is no, no, that no. is the worst. <laughs> no, no. No, we no, already no. have fucking Jesse Eisenberg, who is the Michael Sarah lookalike as Lex Luthor. But the more I think about it, the more I think that one might actually work. Because he is a dick, but I just I just don't like him. So fair enough. Let's let's wrap things up. We'll do that in a traditional fashion, talking about what we're into, what we're getting into, to try and hopefully make you be like, ooh, I should do that also. So Naki, how about yourself? What are you on? What are you into? What are you getting into? Um, I finished Pokemon this week. <laughs> Yay! Did you catch them all? I did not catch them all, but I finished the storyline, which is my my basis. So I'm taking taking votes for what my next uh, 3DS game should be. Um, on top of that, I have on the Xbox. I've been playing Alice Madness Returns, Wolf Among Us, which is amazing. Uh, especially if you're really good. If you're if you're a Fables fan. Even if you're not a Fables fan, and it's a telltale game, they're really good with characters. Um, they've done a really good job with Wolf Among Us. I'm excited for their next game, which is Borderlands, Tales from the Borderlands, um, and another Walking Dead that they're doing. Um, yeah, they're doing season two of Walking Dead right now. It's supposed to be really mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, book-wise, I am on to book three of the Dresden Files. If anybody spoils anything for me, I will punch them in the dick repeatedly, even if you don't have a dick. Dresden is in Arrow. What? Played Harry Dresden in the TV shows in Arrow. Oh, see, I never watched the TV show. I was told it was awful. I never uh, watched it either. I just know that he's an Arrow. <laughs> nice. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, we're going to go see the Lego movie today. So. Everyone has said that is really good. I want to go see it. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I love Legos so much. Um, I wish I had space that I could actually, you know, do Legos still, but I don't anymore. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it on my end. I haven't been getting into much myself. I did finally go and see American Hustle last night. How was that? I enjoyed it. It, It's a tad bit too long, I think, but as we were leaving the theater, I was talking to my girlfriend. I go, you know, this is basically like the superhero movie, because you go through the main main actors. Main characters are all in superhero movies. Amy Adams, Man of Steel, Christian Bale's Batman, um, Wow, I'm having a brain fart. I can't Bradley remember. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's Rocket Raccoon. Oh, speaking of which, what does um, what does Guardians come out? Is that this, this year or summer. next year? This summer. It is this summer. And then um, Jennifer Lawrence is Mystique and Katniss. And I was sitting there, I was like, every one of these main characters is a superhero character. This is awesome. <laughs> you consider Katniss a superhero? She's also Mystique. Uh, yeah. Well, you said Katniss said, and Mystique. I'm like, yeah. she's not really a superhero. No, not really. But. What else have I been getting into? I've been reading a few comics here and there as I get caught up on things, and then just watching crap on TV because I've been get I'm caught up on Arrow, caught up on Agents of Shield, and then I'm kind of excited because Walking Dead comes back tonight, and I'm really intrigued to see where they start this half season from. Yay, half seasons! We'll see what happens. Uh, before we close out, uh, Anthony has a comment when it comes to Jesse Eisenberg. For Lex Luthor, he goes, Kevin Smith nailed it with the fact that the speech Eisenberg gave in the social network about giving the attorneys the bare minimum of his attention was totally Lex. I was already reserving judgment, but after rewatching the social network, I think he could be an amazing brainy Lex. And like Mike, I still have to see the social network. So it's sitting on my DVD shelf. I just never got around to watching it. So I'll have to I, reserve judgment until I've seen it, I guess. It's okay. I thought it was over I thought it was overhyped. It's Aaron but Sorkin it, it's, though, it's, which has me intrigued. Yeah. I mean it's not bad. It was just very much it was like, people put it on this huge pedestal before I went into it, so I was, like, super hyped to see it, and I was like, oh, well, this is okay. I mean, it's not bad, but... <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's, it, it, it would get... It would... It does make sense for Jesse Eisenberg to be Lex. I don't think he carries the intimidation that Lex Luthor has. I guess we'll see. Part of it depends on how he prepares for this role. I, I'm keeping optimistic, I guess, as to what's going to happen. I'm not optimistic because I still can't stay awake during Man of Steel. I've only seen it the one time, and that was enough. 
I I've, keep trying. I've shared my piece on Man of Steel. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done taking my beating on not liking it, and my beating on not liking Star Trek Two. I like the real Star Trek Two, aka Wrath of Khan. Khan. <laughs> exactly. You mean not Benedict Cumberbatch is an otter? That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> exactly. But I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. You got any closing thoughts before we wrap the show up, Naki? Dick butts, bacon, pantslessness, and morning wood. Morning wood, that's the new one. Well, morning wood is from the, from the... from the. This is what I get for not being able to read. Oh, yeah, from your misreading the chat room when we started. Good point. Um, I don't have any closing thoughts other than if you're a Walking Dead fan, I hope you enjoy the show that tonight and otherwise I'm going to plug the entire Gonna Geek Network. Go check out the Gonna Geek Network over at gonnageek.com slash network. We got tons of new shows and one big papa, aka Steven Jonders, completely redone the network page. So everything is a little cleaner, brand new interface and brand new look. You guys will like it. Go find some other great shows with some other awesome people hosting them and enjoy them. Because there's some great stuff on the network. That's all I got, though, so we will see you next week, guys, live on Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, at live.atgnpodcast.com or on Google Plus slash Hangouts, I guess. So until next week, guys, bye-bye. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. 